I've been asked this evening to talk about the history of our church. So I sure, sure hope you're comfortable. As you listen to this, there's about three, three themes that I hope you will pick up from this. You go back about 55 or 56 years when Grant Park Baptist was first started and built. And that was a church plant from McDermott Avenue Baptist Church. And that's the start of the one theme. That's an important point. And actually, we still have a couple of people in our church uh, from that time. Irma Kelm was actually a chartered member of that. Her name wasn't Kelm at that point in time. But uh, she is and was a, a charter member of the church. And Trudy and Eric Patzer were part of the church at that point in time as well. Now, when that church was built, uh, the building still exists. It's across from... Uh, the restaurant at uh, Grant and Wilton is now called Temple Shalom, and it's got a great big uh, seniors complex attached to it. But uh, it was just built as the educational wing. It's a small shoebox affair uh, sitting there, and the intention was to build a sanctuary later. And it seemed that uh, about 80% of the church belonged to one of four families. Uh, it probably took us about five or six years to start figuring all this out when we started going to that church. But it had a strong uh, children's program with pioneer clubs and annual musicals run by Ewald and Bernita Nickel. And in 1973, Shirley and I started to attend from uh, a Mennonite and a United Church background. And we went to visit that church one day as we were looking to find a new church home. And we had a heck of a time getting out of that church. And we had people visiting us the following week and just continuing to call upon us to come back. But it was a small church, and we found ourselves reaching that plateau of about 80% or 85% of being full and then dropping back. And that happened about three or four times. And finally, in the 80s, we decided to build or to relocate. And as we looked at that, we actually had an offer from a Jewish group to buy our church and turn it into Temple Shalom. So given that the price was right, we decided to relocate. And that was the start of White Ridge Baptist. When we sold uh, White Ridge, or sold Grant Park Baptist, uh, we were in the process of building our current building. So for about a year to a year and a half, we actually met in a Seventh-day Adventist church. And that's also a part of something else that's been going on in our church since then, the start of interdenominational cooperation. Now Dave and Heidi and family joined us uh, at the time that we were in that process of moving to became, uh, become our pastoral couple. And as I looked at putting all this together, I started to think, think, well, who still exists in our church from those days in Grant Park? And there's not very many of us. Irma, Trudy Patzer, Walter and Vi Redlick, who many of you may not know that well. They're still members of our church, although they live and usually attend out in Steinbeck. Heidi, Mark, and uh, Jenny, uh, Bob and Mandy Hogue were part of our church back then, uh, Zelma Zosman, and of course, Shirley, Terrence, Stephen, and I. So basically, two handfuls of people who exist coming across. Now, the key people involved in planning and, and building were John Braun, Mel Bergstresser, Art Sonnenberg, Godfrey Burdine, and Milton Kelm. Of those five people, Mel is still alive and living out in BC, but the other four have passed on. 
Ewald Nickel, who was the choir director for 33 years in our church, planned all the acoustics in our current building, which is why we have such great sound in there. But due to concerns about the cost and ability to pay for everything that we were trying to do, we decided to cut back substantially. The end result of that was that the amount of steel that was put into our church was cut back, and the mezzanine that had been planned for our church to add uh, seating for it um, didn't get built because of cost, and it's not even possible to build that now because the steel just won't support it. We also did not plan enough storage space and had to take part of the basement open area to turn into storage. Uh, the whole basement was completed by people all of our church, including plumbing, electrical, gyp rock, painting, etc. Everything that was done down there was done as label, labor from our church people. And we had to modify the upstairs to add an office within two years of our starting the church back in 1988. We also had to add on to the building ten years later. And shortly after we started that, started the discussion on a larger facility. So this discussion about this property actually started back about 1999-2000. And that was headed up by Eric Bergman, Ralph Dyke, Al Donald, and Milton Kelm. They started across McGilvery, and they were looking at 16 different parcels of land. And what a task to try and negotiate with 16 different owners to try and see if they would sell us those parcels of land so that we could put together the amount of land that we needed to build a church. And one day as Ralph was wandering around through that wilderness, he looked across the street at Lafarge Cement on this property, and he wondered. Actually, he wasn't wondering. God was leading him. So he walked across the street, and he walked into the office, and he says, by any chance is the manager in? And it just so happens that the manager was in, and that in itself was a bit of a miracle because the guy was on the road all, all the time. So Ralph says, is it possible I could have five minutes of his time? So he sat down with Ken Ross and basically said, by any chance, are you looking to sell some of your property here? And Ken said, how did you know that? And Ralph said, because you just told me. And that started the discussion, which ended up us buying 14 acres from Lafarge at a very attractive cost. And uh, even within that, they gave us a very good cost, and then the city hit us with a big surprise in the terms of a $168,000 development fee. And Lafarge basically gave us back 75000 of all that to help us pay off that development fee. So the land was paid off in a couple of years. We got ready to build. Or were we? And all of a sudden, I think we lost our focus on God. We were sitting in a position where we thought, hey, everything is just running well for us. You know, look at what we've done. And we stopped thinking about what God was doing. So he basically put us out in the wilderness, much like Moses, for a short period of time and made us start going back to what we were supposed to be doing, and that's building relationships. We got involved with the before and after school program. And that was as a result of the schools in our area who had built a relationship with coming and asking us if we would do that. Salmang Presbyterian Church came along. Remember, I was talking about the Seventh-day Adventist Church? Now we've got Salmang Church. We started to do all of that building of the relationships and to basically bring us back to where we're supposed to be, looking at God for what we're doing and where we're at. So what are the themes that I was talking to or referring about? 
essentially is that we started out as a church plant, people having faith and saying, we need to reach out. We'll build a building to do that. And then we built White Ridge Baptists, and now you're standing on the property where we're proposing to build again. We're working with our own people, the people who step forward and serve, who are willing to put in the extra the time and effort to make sure that this comes about, and that still exists today. We built relationships with those people around us, which is what God wants us to do, to help us to reach out and to touch those lives. So what have we learned? God has used us to build his kingdom. He has built us as we have built his kingdom. And each step along the way, we have exercised more faith in his provision. So my question to you is, how strong is your faith today? Terrence asked me a question a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't have the answer for it. I know that's amazing in itself itself, but when we built White Ridge Baptist Church, in today's dollars, it cost about $10,500 per person. To pay for the whole project that we're looking at right now would cost us about $16,500 per person. And to pay for what the capital funds drive that we're talking about going into right away is only about 9500 So remember that. To build White Ridge, 10500 What we're asking in the capital funds, 9500 per person. But I realize it's a little dark right now for you, but if you look around at the people next to you, I will tell you right now that this church already exists because you are the church. And as we continue to exercise the faith in God and continue to pull together and support one another in this endeavor, we'll complete the rest of it. The walls, the floor, the ceiling around us, which will enable us to continue the ministry of this church, which is us together. Thank you.